faith is the anchor of a victorious life. And we understand that faith only comes by the word and that word is in your bosom. As the word says, as newborn babes, desire the pure milk of the word that you may grow thereby. Stay tuned as we meet pastors of Victory Life Bible Church International, Apostle Lawrence and Reverend Paula Atchudume. Feed your soul and spirit with the word of God. And shout a big hallelujah. Can you shout a big hallelujah? And briefly, can you begin to worship the name of the Lord this morning? Can you glorify his name as though you are expectant of the reign of God? As though you are expectant of God's reign. Can you glorify his name this morning? Can you worship his name? Now unto the land of our throne we raise a sound we please sing it to him Sing it all to your maker now unto the Lamb upon
God send your rain upon my life. Rain on us and break out, pour out, and fill me up until I overflow. Say, open the floodgates upon my life. Cause your rain to flow. Open the floodgates in abundance. Cause your rain. to hear your heart cry. He wants to hear your voice. Sing it to your maker. Baba, oh, oh. Release the sound from heaven. Release the rain from heaven. Yeah. And so, Father, we come boldly into your throne. We come boldly onto your throne. And we ask for the rain in abundance. Upon every life, upon every seed that has been sown, Father, release your rain. For it's our season of rain. And we pray, O oh God, that the rain of God will surely come upon us. Even as we hear your word this morning. For in Jesus' name we pray. Can I put our hands together for Jesus as we have our seats? Now, we've been dealing with the series Rain, and um, we can describe rain in many ways. Some people might say the rain of God, and in the Champions class today, people were describing the rain of God. Some said the rain of God is the blessing of God. Some said it's healing. Some said it is, um, they, made, they mentioned many things, and everything is correct, as long as it is coming from God, right? But then today, I'm going in a different dimension as to what rain but before I go there, I need us to understand that unless we have planted a seed in the ground, there is no need for rain. Until the seed has been planted, the rain is a nuisance. So God will not send the rain upon an empty land. God will not send his rain upon an empty ground. There must be a seed that has been planted in the ground for God to therefore send forth his rain. Are you with me? Do we all agree about that? So when we pray for rain, pray for rain, pray for rain, you must ask yourself first, what have I planted? What have I sown in the ground for God to release the rain? Some of us don't even, we are praying for rain as money. You know, many people believe that the rain of God is money. So when we are praying for rain, God send the abundance of rain. Money should come, money should come, money should come. But God still needs a seed in the ground for that money to come. Every rain needs a seed. If there is no seed, there won't be rain. If you have not decided to sow in the land, then the rain, like I said before, is a nuisance. 
And many of us have received seeds in our hearts. Many of us have received seeds. God has blessed us with different seeds. Not one, but many seeds that we should sow. And the Bible says sometimes, sometimes we can describe the seed as the gifts of God, right? The gifts in our hearts, our talents, our gifts, and God's purpose on this earth. And the Bible has said the gifts and callings of God are without what? Repentance. The gifts and callings of God are without repentance. Take note, the Bible didn't say the gifts are without repentance. The Bible says the gifts and callings of God. Meaning that the callings is very important as well as the gift. The gift cannot stand alone without the calling. The calling is the longevity of the gift. The calling is the lifeline of the gift. Without the calling, the gift is useless. The problem of believers today is that we are responding to the gift and we are not responding to the calling. Are you with me? So when God gives you a gift, you don't wait for the calling of God upon your life to be able to decide what am I meant to use this gift for? Because that's the definition of calling. But when we receive the gift of God, we decide to do whatever I want to do with this gift and if I may use this word, misuse the gift to produce quick results and ignore the calling that has been sent to the gift. And the Bible says, all things work together for good to them that love God and to them that are the called according to his purpose. So the calling is the most important thing. It is vital for you. Yes, you have the gift, but understand the purpose of the gift. And for you to understand the purpose of the gift, or in this case, the purpose of the seed, you need the calling. And that leads me to the scripture of the day, Isaiah 55, from verse 9. For as heaven, this is one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible, it says, For as heavens, as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. Then the next verse. Now, this is the verse of emphasis, verse 10 and 11. It says, For as the rain cometh down, as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth and bud. This is the point of emphasis. It said that it may give seed to the sower. Somebody say seed to the sower. Somebody say seed to the sower. It didn't say he gives seed to the man. It didn't say he gives seed to the woman. It said he gives seed to the sower. So there's a qualification to receive seed from God. He said he gives seed to the sower, and then he giveth bread to the eater. He gives us seed to the sower and then bread to the eater. Then verse 11 says, So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in that which I sent it. It shall prosper in that which I sent it. The verse before that said, He giveth seed to the sower and bread to the, to, the, to the eater. So the rain that I'm going to talk about today is the rain called the word of God. He said, As the rain cometh down, so shall my word comfort. Before any other rain must fall, there must be the raining of the word of God. Before any other rain for prosperity, any, because take note, now let me say something, say something here. Because the rain called the word of God doesn't give you fruits, it gives you seed. The rain called the word of God doesn't give you fruits, it gives you seed. So the first thing you need first is seed, Abby. You cannot just pray for fruit when you don't have seed. And the scripture just made us to understand that it is the rain called the word of God. When it comes upon you, it giveth seed to the sower. Then let me briefly explain bread to the eater. Because many people say bread is, yes, we are right. When you say bread is food and wealth and all of that. But the bread, yeah, because this is the two dimension of the word. The Bible says the word is a seed and then the word is also bread. According to this scripture, seed and bread. Now, the bread here refers to spiritual maturity, the food necessary for growth. First Peter chapter 2, it says there that desire the sincere milk of God that ye may grow thereby. So that is the bread that is talking about, the bread to the eater to grow. Then seed refers to the purpose of God for your life, refers to the will of God, refers to your destiny, your divine assignment that God has planted you on earth for. Are you with me? If you have me, can you shout Amen. So that means that the seed that is given to you must be first. That's what the rain is for. The first set of rain is for the seed to come. Until the seed comes, there is no need to pray for any other kind of rain. The problem of believers today is that we are eating seed and we are sowing bread. 
We are eating the seed that God has placed in us and we are sowing the bread that we are meant to eat. That's why you see that nowadays, every day, church is being opened. Church, 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 church. Young pastors. No training says to anybody. But you see every day, young pastors opening church here and there, opening church here and there, opening church. Why? Because they receive one rema or one revelation like that. God spoke to them. All of a sudden, they said, ah, okay, if God has spoken to me, that means God is wanting me to do something. And they begin to do what God has not aligned them to do. That was bread for them to eat, for them to grow. So instead of them to grow, they took that bread and began to use it as seed to sow. And it has caused a lot of, shall I call it, discombobulation in the church today because of lack of counsel. So they have taken bread and they have sown their bread and eaten their seed. May you not eat your seed though. Can I hear a bigger amen? Because it's a very powerful prayer point. May you not eat your seed. Imagine myself now and then God gives me a seed or I receive a seed. What is the first thing I'm meant to do as an illiterate in agriculture? I'm meant to learn I am meant to learn how to sow, when to sow, and where to sow. How to sow, when to sow, and where to sow. As an illiterate in agricultural science, if God gives me, if I receive a seed, I will be quick to sow it. That is an impatient man that is ready to kill his seed. But as a man that I know I'm an illiterate, I go to go and learn. I check the manuals of agriculture okay what am i meant to do how am i meant to sow this thing what am i meant how am i meant to, which water am i meant to pour how am i meant to do it so that i can bring forth fruits are you getting what i'm saying many a times when we receive seed we are too quick to sow without learning the time you receive seed is not the time to sow seed and the time to sow seed is not the time to reap from it there are three different factors. When God gives you a seed, he's expecting you to, you sit down under his tutelage. That is why we need the rain called the word of God. We sit down under his tutelage to understand what we, how we are meant to sow it, when we are meant to sow it, and where we are meant to sow it. Because every seed has its season. Every seed has its season. And not just its season. Every seed has its location. Are you with me? Every seed has its season. The seed, my seed, the season of my seed is different from the seed of any other person's seed. That is when we need to learn. So we don't just, we are not just quick to sow our seed. We need to understand what is the season of my seed? What is the timing of my seed? And what is the location of my seed? So that I will not kill this seed that God has given me. Until this is established, you don't need the rain for fruitfulness. Are you with me? We don't need the rain of fruitfulness if you have not understood the rain called the word of God. If you are not willing to submit to his instruction and to his word, the Bible says the word will not come back to me void. If you are not willing to understand the word of God that is necessary for the growth of your seed, why are you asking for the rain? Why are you asking for the rain? Because you can sow the seed in the wrong land. And that land will not be from God. We have, we all have our gifts. We all have our given talents that God has, that we know that this is the gift from above, right? We all have it. But the question you should ask yourself is, what am I meant to do with it? The first instinct of every believer or every man is that, let me use it to make money. But is that the call? Is that the instruction for that seed? Is that the word of God for that particular seed? Is that why God gave you the seed? Have you actually found out, God, why did you actually bless me with this thing? And what is the purpose of it? Because sometimes our gifts can excite us. All of us, if you have, if you have good voice, it's very sweet. Using that example, if you have a good voice, it's very sweet. You're excited about the good voice. So what can I do with this voice? I need to make money with the voice. That's the first instinct of every believer. I need to make money with this voice. So because of your interest in making money, let me use this word, then you now decide to jack back because Abel Kuta is not giving you the right money for this kind of gift. You believe that this gift is worth more. So you jack back and go to another land to go and sow that seed in that land. That is what we call the Naomi experience. 
So in the book of Ruth chapter 1, you see a woman called Naomi. The Bible says there, is, there was famine in the land. Sometimes, let me tell you something. Some of you are here. And your seed, the environment for your seed is called the famine environment. It is famine that will determine the growth of your seed. A sower is one that looks what is in it for my seed, not what is in it for me. A sower says what is best for my seed, not what is best for me. Or else you will kill that seed. Naomi was looking at the situation of Israel. And then she began to say, oh boy. she talked to her husband and said, please, so this place, if we remain here, we will die. Oh. Let's leave because of the situation of the country. And she carried her three seeds because a mother, a woman has, apart from the seed she carries in her womb, her husband is also a seed. And this woman carried her seeds and entered into the land of Moab. And she began, she thought the land of Moab was the land for her seed. Then the Bible says the first seed died, her husband. She did not learn her lesson. The Bible says the second seed died. She still did not learn. Then the Bible said the third seed died. Then Naomi now heard that there was now bread in the land of famine. And she carried her kaya and went with Ruth. And then in Ruth chapter 2 verse 1, very painful scripture. Ruth chapter 2 verse 1. And Naomi had a king's man, her husband, a mighty man of wealth, in the land of famine in the land of famine there was a mighty man of wealth of the family of Elimelech and his name was Boaz in the land of famine when Naomi left Boaz said I'm not going anywhere this is my land this is the land for my seed we didn't hear about Boaz when Naomi left so when Naomi came back that she now realized that way to Boaz. He's not the same Boaz that I took care of. He's not this small Boaz. How did he get this money? How did he get this wealth? When did he, where did he come from? Ah, may we not regret our past, our past experiences. Because sometimes when God has given you a seed, you neglect it because you don't see the power of it. And then you focus on what. Have you ever had this kind of situation that? You had, you had a gift, a God-given gift in your life. And then you, come, you felt like this gift is not that important. So you push it aside. Eh? And then maybe like 10 years after, you now see somebody that had that same gift. And the person is flourishing through that gift. And you now say, had it been I knew, I would have done something when I had the chance. There are many people that have neglected the seed that is meant to birth their prosperity. Because when the seed came, they did not understand the purpose of it. And when the seed, somebody else now saw this seed and understood the purpose and was patient enough to sow. Because the problem of use today is that we, we are not patient enough to sow. We are not patient enough to understand the seed first before we sow. The Bible says in James chapter 1, it says, let patience have a perfect work in you, that you may be found perfect and wanting nothing follow those who through patience and faith and patience obtain the promise it takes patience for a sower to sow and like i said before some of us the environment of our seed is called famine may we not have that naomi experience in the name of jesus that we will carry our seed to a strange location and guess what sometimes if you sow in another location you will reap but in agriculture, even when you reap, you're an illiterate, you don't understand it. You might reap for a while. But it will not last. Because that is not the divine mandate and the divine plan of God. Another example in the Bible is when you look at Isaac. In the land of famine, the Bible says Isaac sowed in that land of famine. Everybody was going to Egypt. Isaac said, no, Egypt is not my calling. And he followed the instruction. What was the instruction of God? God said, Isaac, don't go to Egypt. Stay in this land. And then Isaac saw the seed that he had. Do you understand that God gave him that seed? God gave Isaac the seed. But God did not tell Isaac where he should sow. But then God said, don't go to Egypt. Isaac said, if you don't want me to go to Egypt, that means what you have given me is for this place. Sometimes you don't need God's instruction to tell you that. So here, yeah. wisdom. When he says, don't go here, that means there is something I need you to do here. 
there is something I need you to do in this land that you are calling the land of famine. And the Bible says Isaac sowed in the land. The question I want to ask you now, the day that Isaac sowed, was it the day he reaped? That's a lack of patience of many believers. You want to reap clean. You want to, you want to make it now. You want to make it now, now, now. Did Isaac reap the same day he sowed? No. When Isaac sowed, he waited patiently. The Bible says he reaped a hundredfold. He reaped a hundredfold. Why? Because two things were considered. Location and environment. Location, sorry, and season. Jesus spoke to the Pharisees and Sadducees and said, you people can discern the cloud and the weather, but you do not discern the times and seasons. Every seed that God has given us has the timing and has the season for it. That is why you need the rain called the word of God to know the time to sow and the season to sow in. Because my seed can grow in dry season and then your own seed is going to grow in wet season. Don't go and sow your seed because you saw me sowing in dry season. Don't carry your seed and sow because you saw me sowing my own seed in my own. I mean, I understand my season. You don't understand your own. Don't follow me to go and sow. Because what I will reap will be different from what you will reap. You might reap tenfold, but me, I'm going to reap hundred because I understood my time and my season. But then you, on the other hand, you are following the masses and you want to sow, you want to sow, you want to sow. Any season counts for you. Any season counts for you. That is not how it works in the spirit. It's not every season that counts. Every man has a season. Zechariah chapter 10 verse 1. Are we getting something this morning? Ask, look at this. Ask ye of the Lord reign in the time. He did not just say, ask God for rain. He said, ask ye of the Lord rain in the time. So there is a time to ask for rain. Don't ask for rain when you have sowed rubbish. Don't ask for rain when what you have sowed, you still don't understand it. Don't ask for rain when you have not understood the purpose of this seed in this nation. Don't ask for rain when you are still confused. He said, ask for rain in the time. May we not miss our season of sowing our seed. I will say that again. May we not miss the season for sowing our seed. Hmm. Because every seed, like I said before, has its season. Every seed has its season. And we are blessed with many seeds. Look at your neighbor and say, I am blessed with many seeds. And there are three things we do with our seeds. Number one is that we sow it. Is it that we eat it or we kill it? So, eat and kill. I think I've done justice to the sowing part. We need knowledge to sow. Now, to the eating part is, is lack of patience that births men to eat their seed. A man that is not patient is always quick to look for this fastest means to make success or to make prosperity or to make money. So instead of sowing his seed, he ends up eating the seed. An example, when you say a tech guy, you have a guy gifted in tech. Sabi tech gone. And then you are not patient enough to study, to understand how to nurture your seed. But because you know that you are good at this thing, you instead enter into Yahweh Yahweh. That is you eating your seed. You use the seed that God wanted to give you to change a nation and you used it for corruption. That is an example of those that eat their seed. There are, there's somebody in the Bible that almost ate her seed in the book of 1 Kings chapter 17. So he arose and went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, behold, the widow woman there gathering of sticks. And he called to her and said, Fetch me, I pray thee, a little water in a vessel that I may drink. The next verse. And she was going to fetch it, and he called her. Elijah himself is a funny man. And said, Bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in thy hand. And she said, As the Lord thy God liveth, I have not a cake, but a handful of meal in a barrel, and a little oil in a cruise and behold I am gathering two sticks that I may go in and dress it for me and my son that we may eat it and die the widow of Zarephath was about to eat her seed 
Can somebody tell me what our land was? Her land was the prophet. You don't just sow to the ground. Your ground can be a man. I will say that again. Your ground can be a man. You only need one man to sow into. We only need one man to sow. He says, Elijah said unto her, and this one, the land even came to meet her. May we have this <laughs> may we have this kind of testimony that your land will come and meet you. <laughs> hey God. The seed that you are carrying, the land came to don't eat your seed, though it is me. It is me. I'm the one that you are meant to sow in. She was confused. She said, mm-hmm, we eat. But you need to sow in me. So that you will not lack. We have a, see, even if you don't know land to sow, we have a prophet called Apostle Ryan Sajudan and Reverend Fala Chudule. There are many times that when they are saying so, 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 so your seed, prophet often, all this kind of things, people are thinking, it's because they need money. But because they understand these principles, they are our land. They are not just our apostles and reverends, they are the land that God has blessed us with. And he says, so into, Elijah said, come, give me to it. I am, the, I am the land you are looking for to sow that seed. That seed, give it to me. And then the widow of Zarephath went, Can I, where is it? And Elijah said unto her, Fear not, go and do as thou hast said, but make me thereof a little cake first, and bring it unto me, and after make for thee and for thy sons. Then the next For thus said the Lord God of Israel, The barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the cruise of oil fail, until the day that the Lord sended rain upon the earth. Did you see that? I mean, I don't understand it. Elijah said, you need to give me to it so that you will not lack. You need to give me so that you will not be stranded. I am the land for your seed. We need to understand the ground. What God, where is the ground you want me to sow? Have you not seen strange testimonies of men that will come and bless you because of what you did on Sunday? Have you not seen strange testimonies of men that will just say, I just love your face. It's not because of anything. It's because you carry the seed for their land. But then we are too anxious. Everybody wants to sow everywhere. We want to sow everywhere. No, 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 no. You wonder why Sorry to use this example for the youth. You are posting content upon content upon content upon content every day. And you are getting 10 likes, 5 likes, 3 likes. Your followers are even dropping. They are wondering what. Ah, then somebody as well is posting content upon content upon content every day. And his followers are increasing every single day. Increasing. I saw one video of someone that did content create. Uh, the person was sharing testimony. I said he did content create creation ability called that thing six months ago, and now he has 150,000 followers. He said when he started, he only had 500 followers, and now he had 150,000 followers. Sometimes, let me tell you, your land is not social media. <laughs> Sometimes, your land bah, is not Instagram. You are doing Instagram because it works for this person. So you want it to work for you. So you need to understand where is your land? What are you meant to sow in? Not because, just because Instagram is there doesn't mean Instagram is for you. You can post on Instagram. But you are not posting on Instagram because you see Instagram as a, as a land to sow. I watched the video of Lawrence Oyo. He was talking about um, Theophilus Sunday. And um, how many of you know Theophilus Sunday here? Beautiful. And then I was talking about Theophilus Sunday and he said that Theophilus Sunday he called him. You know when um, Theophilus Sunday started, his songs were not sounding like audio. It sounded like shh, but the song is powerful. When you take over, Jesus take over. I cannot do this by myself. Those kind of songs. And when I saw you called him and said, please, I need the audio of your song. Like I've added life. Yes, I need the audio. Like the clean audio. And Theophilus said, I don't have clean audio. And Lawrence said, what do you mean? How, what do you mean you don't have clean audio? They say, I've not gone to studio. Theophilus, they say, I've not gone to studio. He says, so how are your songs everywhere? And you have not gone to studio. And he says, somebody just puts phone by the speaker and records the song when he's singing. 
and you just post it anywhere, and the song will go. Right, so I say me that I have, I've gone to a studio. I have sang and sang. People are singing and singing. We don't go to studio. We don't sing songs. Sing songs. Song no travel. One man knew his land to sow. And he sowed in the land and then he brought forth fruit. And today we are hearing of Theophilo Sunday. Even in fact, we still don't even need audio of Theophilo Sunday. We just need to go to YouTube and see any live illustration and everybody will start speaking in tongues. Am I right? That is a man that understood his land. His land to sow. He was not looking for. And like I said before, that is why many of us we eat our seed because we are sowing it in a wrong land. We are looking for quick means of success, quick means of prosperity. So we sow the seed in the wrong land. And we don't reap what God wants us to reap. Then there are those that kill their seed. These are those that neglect their seed. It's like a mother that in America now we hear of um, young children, five years old, six years old, five, um, four years old, they have cancer. I don't understand how that is. That is possible. Five years old child, four years old child, six years old child, cancer. Why? They later find out that the mother, when she was pregnant, was drinking alcohol or was smoking or was doing all those kind of things. So she ignored the process that was necessary to nurture her seed and to bring it. And then she ended up killing her seed. Many of us have neglected our seed because we don't see the power of it. Many of us have ignored our seed because we don't see the worth of it. And when you don't see, it's like the disciples in John chapter 6 verse 7. When Jesus was looking for, he was, he was preaching to 5,000 people. And then he said, what can we do about them? Because they were hungry. And then was it Philip? One of them said that we have, he said 200 penny worth of bread. Then he said, there is a lad here which has five barley loaves and two small fish. Then he said, but what are they among so many? Many of you, you have said this about your seed. What is this seed among so many? What is the purpose of this seed? I don't see the use of it. I don't see the purpose of it. So why can't I just leave it at the side and focus on something else? And when you neglect your seed for so long, it dies. When we neglect our seed and push it aside, the seed will surely die. Because God has seen that you don't have any usefulness with this seed. As small as a mustard seed, it shall grow forth. That's what the Bible says. If you have faith as small as a mustard seed. So even a seed as small as a mustard seed to God is very important. The question is what to do with that seed. Because we are all gifted. We all have gifts. But what is the purpose of each gift? And what is the season for each gift? Time and location. That's why many people keep their seats. You see somebody that is singing very well in the audience. More than even the choir. Why are you not in the choir? I've, sometimes when I'm, I'm worshipping, there was a time that we did one prayer meeting and we're praying, praying. Then we started singing one song and somebody was singing very powerfully, very beautiful. I got a look. I look. I said, choir members are not in prayer band now. So who is this person that is singing this kind of powerful voice? I saw the lady and I was like, this lady, yeah, this lady is too good. Why are you not in the choir? There are people like that. You have a gift. You know your worth. You know this gift but you neglect it because you believe that this gift cannot bring forth the fruit you want. You neglect it and you believe that this gift is not worth your time and energy. So you push it aside. There are some of us that we are good, we are good speakers, motivational speakers. And when the opportunity comes, you neglect it. You ignore what I mean. I'm not talking about motivation like those people that are motivated. No. I'm talking about rooted and grounded in the word. But when opportunity comes, you sit down and you hide. You, you hide under the cover of shyness. That shyness is a form of pride. When you neglect your gift, you kill it, and then in a few years after, you regret it. Imagine a woman that you had the time, you had the time to nurture your seed when you were single. When let's say you had a beautiful voice when you were single, you had the time to nurture the seed. Though you now married, gave birth to three children, and I remember the seed of 15 years ago. I said, I think it's time for me to sow the seed now. You are not the one in charge of the seasons. You might still have the gift, but you have missed the season. 
may you not miss the season of your seed because sometimes when the seed comes when God tells you the instruction that's how you need to follow instruction there are some seeds that need 3 years there are some seeds that need 10 days there are some seeds that need 10 years there are some seeds that need 4 hours you need to follow instruction because there are some seeds that are for your journey and there are some seeds that are for your destination collected our seeds because we are looking for that one that will just make us blow do you know that blowing is part of the journey it's not the destination that you blow today doesn't mean that you have entered the destination you can be rich today and be poor tomorrow you can have money today and be, be a beggar tomorrow it has happened we have seen the proofs we have seen the results we have seen the times the bible was speaking about the wise poor man that helped a, a kingdom helped a city solo solomon he was talking about a wise man but he was poor and people forgot about him let me tell you why they forgot about him they forgot about him because he sowed his seed at the wrong time there is a season for every seed and when you sow your seed and you are, they are saying that oh, as long as it's still inside of me there's no problem my dear he said you cannot discern the times and seasons the wise poor man took the seed he now went he said okay now they need me okay you people should do this do this do this do this they said thank you for telling us we appreciate you and they went about and even when they asked them who gave you this idea I said oh boy I forgot the person that gave us the idea why because he's in the wrong season there are seeds that are for your journey and there are seeds that are for your destination. There are seeds that are for your beginning and there are seeds that are for your end. Do not use this seed for your beginning and come and start trying to plant it at your end. And do not mistakenly go and plant your seed in the middle of your journey that is meant to be at the beginning. We have many seeds but we also have the seed. I will say that again. We have many seeds but we also have what? The seed. Abraham had many seeds, but only one was the seed of promise. And that seed was called Isaac. So we all have many seeds for the journey, but there's only one the seed. And that is the seed that will follow you to your destination. There are some seeds that will end in between your journey. It's not every seed that will follow you to your end, though. It's not every seed that will follow you there. There are some. Please, I need examples. Four people, please. It's your hair. It's very, very red and good. These are all my seeds. These are all my seeds. A man that receives the reign of God, called the word of God, will understand when and where every seed is needed. Okay? We will understand the times and the seasons for every seed. So, Ayonfe, I'm amazing. When I take two steps, Ayonfe, you stop. When I take four steps, you stop. We're all going together. When I take six steps, you know mathematics now. Two, four, six, eight. Emmanuel, do you know mathematics? Okay, that's great. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. These are what we call the archives. They are for the journey. I have ripped the fruit of this seed here. I have ripped the fruit of this seed here. I have ripped the fruit of this seed here. I have ripped the fruit of this seed here. If I say I want to rip all the fruits at once, I will crumble. That is why, you see, we are multi, I don't believe in multitasking. Because if you multitask, you'll not be taking small fruit from here. Small fruit, small fruit. There are times and seasons. So when God says, this is the time I need you to sing. Do you understand that David the king was a man of many seeds? And David the king was a man of many seeds. He understood the time and season for each seed. David, well, there was a time that David carried catapult and stone. He said, he told Saul. He said, Saul, I killed the bear. I killed the lion. He said, I can kill Goliath. Saul now brought a seed that David knew that it was not a season for. He brought armor for David. That was a seed. That was a seed that David understood his time and said that it is not time for me to enter this realm. So he brought the armor and David said, my dear king, I have not reached there. I am still here. I have not germinated the fruit finished from this seed. And David still went to use catapult and stone. 
to kill Goliath. Question, after he killed Goliath, did he use catapult and stone again? Did he use catapult and stone? The season for catapult and stone has ended. And then he said, Uncle Swan, it is time for me to now wear the army. Because David didn't say, you, go, you won't go fight 10,000 men, you go carry catapult and stone. You go carry stone, go there. Some of you are still enjoying the glory of your first seed. And you are missing the glory of the next. Some of us, see, David could have said, oh boy, go and meet all the girls, I meet all the boy, you see me. I mean, we kill Goliath. Carry stone. Bring any man to me, bring my catapult and stone. See, this seed can help you in Abelkuta. This seed can help you in the West. This seed can help you in Nigeria. This seed is for the nations. Every seed has its location. Every seed has its area. David was a musician. David was a prophet. But the seed of David was leadership. That is why David was still known in Matthew, Mark, Luke as David the king. Because he understood that every, yes, the musician is there. I will musicate. And he indeed musicated. And that's how we have psalms and we sing all the songs of David. He was a prophet. That is why he was able to say, the Lord said unto my Lord, sit upon my right hand and until I make your enemies like footstool. It was a seed. And then he also understood leadership. These, all these seeds were the energy needed for this seed. Don't be, don't be, a, ah, don't be ignorant and not carry this, your seed, and not say you want to use it throughout your whole journey. You will crumble and die. If you don't understand, as I said, the rain, the first rain you need to ask for is the rain called the word of God. You need the instruction. God, I have many seeds. What am I using them for? For each step of my journey, God, what is the seed? What is the seed you are meant to use? All of you say, I can sing. I can also drum. I can also play keyboard. I can also, I can also do this. I can also preach. I can also do... Ah, ah, my dear, my dear, my dear, my dear. Let's calm down. Sit down, sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Don't be too ignorant. Because of the amount of talent you have, you become proud. You now unveil everything at once. If you unveil everything at once, that's how you will die at once. I can sing. I can preach. I can motivate. <laughs> what again? I can even fly plane. So as you are singing, you're not going and say, we need you to come and fly. You just say, okay, I'm coming. I'm coming. Come and preach. Okay, I'm coming to come preach there. Okay, I'm coming. Okay, I'm coming. In your own head, you are showing off, saying that I'm a man that is highly talented. But then you, you are missing out on the fruit for each gift. The Bible says you shall bring forth fruit. That is not all. He said, and your fruit shall remain. So you, the fact that you are bringing forth fruit doesn't mean that you are following the principles. The truth, the, the proof that you are following principles is that your fruits. If they mention David, they will surely mention that David killed Goliath with stone. If they mention David, they will mention that David was a musician. If they mention David, they will say David was a prophet. But the one thing that overcomes all is that David was the king. Every seed has its season. And the productivity of your seed depends on the fertility of your ground. David knew that the, the purpose of this seed is for Goliath. Goliath is my ground. If I sow it in a weird way, he sowed the seed in Goliath. Because he threw the stone, and the Bible said the stone went through his forehead. And he sowed it in Goliath. And the fame and the fortune of David was what was able to make David ready for the next seed. If David could not kill Goliath the way he killed Goliath, he would not have entered into the next realm. Do you understand that? So every seed, you must understand the fertility of the ground. Understand the purpose. Understand the when, the where, and the how of every seed. Did you get something today? Now, if before you can pray for any ring, the greatest rain of all is the word. God, these are my seeds. Can we rise to our feet? These are my seeds. These are my seeds, God. I bring them to you. You have blessed me. 
with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places you have blessed me i know what i carry but god what is the usefulness and the purpose for this thing may i not sow in the wrong season and may i not sow in the wrong location can we begin to prophesy based on what you have had this morning can we begin to prophesy may i not miss my season may i not miss my time may i not miss my season may i not miss my time god lead me god show me god lead me and god show me i surrender to your word i surrender to your voice release the rain of instructions release the rain of your word 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 Touch on you, so can you pray? Can you pray? gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. Hope you were blessed by that inspiring message from our lead pastor and we pray it bears fruit in your life. For more transforming messages do subscribe to our YouTube channel at Victory Life Bible Church or keep yourself updated via our website at www.victorylifebiblechurch.org You could also follow us on our social media platforms on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at VLBCINT God bless you.